It's good to be here today. Amen. Uh, pastors, thank you all so much for inviting me to come and be here. I'm excited about being here. Praise the Lord. And uh, just seeing what God is doing through my friends. Amen. Here in Massachusetts. And I'm uh, let you know up front, I'm, I'm a southerner. So I say words different from you do. From what you do, amen. So uh, just figure it out if you don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> but it is good to be here when I, whenever I, I go into a new place and even when I go into places that I'm familiar with, I often say I'd rather be here with the people of God in the house of God than the best hospital in town. I need a little bit more help in the room than that this morning, amen. I said, I'd rather be with the people of God in the house of God than the best insane asylum in town. Somebody really ought to help me out right there this morning. Amen. I'd rather be with the people of God and in the house of God, amen, than the best jail cell in town, even though they got internet, cable TV, and all. But anyhow, amen. I'm glad to be with the people of God today, amen, and it's good to, uh, to see all your smiling faces this morning, amen. Just smile at me for a second, even if you only have one tooth today. Come on. <laughs> Let your light shine that men may see your good works. Glory, Father, Father, which is in heaven. Amen. We're going to have a good time in God today. Amen. And all, all three services that we are, we are here together, if you didn't come for, for a good time, go find your happy place. Because I'm going to have uh, a good time. And you're invited to the party. And uh, if you want to go, uh, let's go. But if, if, if not, you're not going to rain on my party. <laughs> <laughs> Just so you know, amen. Praise the Lord, amen. I know some people were raised in, in homes where, you know, there's an attitude that if mama ain't happy, ain't nobody happy. <laughs> no, that don't work here. Uh, if mama ain't happy, she need to get right with God. Anyhow, uh, happy spouse, happy house. So we want everybody in the house happy. Give me a better amen, a grunt, or something than that. We want everybody in the house happy. So mama get happy, daddy get happy, and all the little chickens get happy. Amen. We're going to have a good time in God. Uh, I love what David said. Amen. David said, he said this, I will enter his gates with thanksgiving in my heart. I'll enter his courts with praise. He says, I will say this is the day that the Lord has made, and I will be sad and gloomy and doomy and just dump on everybody that comes my way. No, that ain't what, the, that ain't what he said. He said, I will rejoice, and I will, I will be glad in it. Amen. So this season and this time that we're living in is a God time. It's a God day. It's a God season. And it's no better time to be happy and glad than now. I'll give you a minute. I'll wait on you. That, that means happy and glad sounds. Okay, come on. Okay, we got our work cut out, huh? Okay. <laughs> oh, it's, it's all right. I've been doing this a long time. Amen. Praise the Lord. And so we'll, we'll, we'll get you on over here in the kingdom. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Amen. I'm going to sing a, a, a song before I minister the word this morning. Amen. And let you tap your toe a little bit. Just wake your feet up a little bit. Uh, and we'll get going today. Uh, I thought I was going to go to one direction this morning in ministering the word, but uh, <laughs> praise the Lord. Amen. We got to get some people on board the train. <laughs> Amen. How many of you can say this morning that God is your everything? Amen. Amen. Anybody got a testimony of something good that, that God has done? in your life, uh, in your finances, or in your health? Anybody got a testimony that God has just been good to you? Amen. Well, I, got, I got plenty of testimony that God is good to Philip. Amen. He is my everything. I should be going now. I should have sound now. I don't have sound now. 
Oh, there it is. Can you give me just a little bit more of my monitor of that music, please, ma'am? Amen. I, I like loud. Praise the Lord. <laughs> you can bring it up a little bit more. God is my everything. God is my everything. It's not changing. He's my joy in sorrow. He's my hope for tomorrow. Mm, Jesus is that rock in a weary land. He is my shelter in the time of storm. God is, God is my, 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 my everything. God is my everything. God is. That works. Hey, he's my joy in sorrow. Hey, Jesus is my hope for tomorrow. Hey, he's a rock in a weary land. Jesus is my shelter in the time of storm. God is, God is my, 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 my everything. I think I'll say it one more time. God is my everything. God is my everything. Hey, he's been my joy in sorrow. He's my hope for tomorrow. Hey, Jesus is a rock in a weary land. He's my shelter in a time of storm. God is. God is. God is. God is. Somebody say God is. God is. Hey, God is. God is. He's been my joy. Times of sorrow. He brings me hope for tomorrow. Listen, he's been a bridge. Over troubled water. He's been my doctor in the sick room. He's a lawyer in the courtroom. I got a testimony. You, my everything. He's my everything. He's my everything. He's my everything. A doctor in the sick room, a lawyer in the courtroom, bridge over troubled water, God's been good to me. I got a testimony, how he brought me out. I got a testimony, how he brought me through. Has he been good to you? He's my everything. He's my everything. Can I get it with us today? Has God been good to you? Has he seen you through? Turn your captivity. Gave you victory. He's my everything. He's my everything. He's my everything. I gotta let somebody know. He's my everything. I gotta let somebody know. God's been good to me. He my every, he my every. God is, God is my everything. Hey, well, somebody shout glory in the room today. Come on, shout glory one more time. Woo! Now, now, before you see it this morning, just turn and tell somebody God is my everything. Just turn, let them know God is. God is my everything. 
Amen. You can be seated with your blessed self this morning. God, God is, God is my everything. God is my everything. God is my all right, y'all coming on. Y'all getting this thing. Y'all getting this thing this morning. Amen. Come on one more time. God is my everything. Amen. Whatever you need him to be today, he is. Ah, hallelujah. All right, amen. Let me calm down a little bit. When I was, uh, <laughs> amen, pastor said bring it. But I, uh, I, was, I was raised in a, in a Pentecostal holiness church, and uh, my dad was a pastor, and uh, our church, our church, our church was, was not a quiet church. <laughs> and so, you know, I, I would invite my friends and stuff from, from different denominations, you know, in different places, and I would, I would give them a warning before they came, I said, now listen, you used to being with quiet people. <laughs> y'all don't move, y'all don't wave your hands, y'all don't say anything, you just kind of sit there and maybe bob <laughs> a time or two. I said, but, but now when you come to my church, my church is not like that. So I just need to prepare you uh, ahead of time, you know, so that when you come, you're, you're not afraid, you're not scared, you know, <laughs> that we are just, we're just normal, amen, lion of the tribe of Judah people. <laughs> amen. We, we got a lion at the head of this thing, and our lion don't go, meow. Meow. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what our lion Amen. Sounds sounds like, and uh, so we are noisy. We are we are rowdy. Amen. I just warn you ahead of time that if you sit next to Sister Betty, Amen. Sister Betty might go, "Glory to God, <laughs> Hallelujah, <laughs> thank you, Jesus." As in as she does that, every, everything is okay. You know, you don't have to be afraid. She's just rejoicing in the Lord. And I said, in a few minutes, you might see somebody coming up the aisle. Don't be nervous, amen. Uh, David danced before the Lord with all his might, and we have people that dance today, so don't, don't be nervous. <laughs> you know, and sure enough, they would come to the church, and, and we would get to going, and they would be nervous. <laughs> like, I've never been in this kind of atmosphere before. I like you lying because you was at the party the other week. Okay, all right. Anyhow, it's good to be in the house of the Lord today and good to be with the people of God today. And uh, I try to try to say things, you know, again, because uh, I know everybody comes from different backgrounds and <laughs> experiences things on different levels. So praise the Lord. So we try to try to ease things in. You know, we put the pot on the stove and we don't turn it all the way up on high, but we are going to at least simmer. <laughs> Some of y'all, if you show your teeth today, that's going to be a miracle in this place. <laughs> Amen. Just don't forget, Jesus said, I've come that your joy may be full. Amen. So let's get into the word of what we're supposed to be preaching today. I'm not supposed to be going that way this morning. Amen. But I, I love living this joy life. Being a believer, I'm not going this way. I have something else to preach. But being a believer, amen, your life should be joyful. Amen. People should be able to see a difference when they look at you. You shouldn't look like everybody else. Amen. <laughs> amen. The joy of the Lord is our strength today. Amen. And I've been, I've been ministering along the lines that I'm going to minister this morning for just a a little while here, just with everything going on in our, our world, everything that is happening uh, around us, it's real tempting to live full of fear and worry and anxiety and, and full of questions of what's going to happen next. Would Jesus please come today and just take us out of this? Hello, somebody. And so there's a lot of, lot of concern that, that people in the body of Christ have. 
but we just want to encourage you today that God has designed a life for us where we are able to live fear-free. I'll say that one more time. Amen. Our lives are designed by God so that we can live in this world with all, all the craziness, everything that's going on, that we can live fear-free. Amen. Anybody heard of this thing called COVID? I didn't know if it made it up this way or not, but, but down in the South, COVID like, was running rampant here uh, a few years ago, back in 2020, and, and people were running full of fear, full of worry. Just smile at me this morning. I, you, know, you don't have to let me know you're the one that did it. <laughs> but people were living full of fear, full of worry, full of anxiety. Uh, I, I am a traveling minister. Hello. And so, so when, when COVID hit, you know, I had family and friends that were like, are you still going to travel? You still going to travel? Well, my calling doesn't change just because the devil acts up. Okay. All right. All right. Amen. <laughs> COVID's just an enemy that has already been defeated. And not just COVID, but every sickness, every disease has already been defeated. Amen. And sometimes we have to stand our ground and just enforce the victory that Christ has already won for us. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. So we're going to talk about it uh, a little bit this morning. I promise to be out by two today. So we're going to be back at seven. Amen. That's just how Pentecostals do it. So if you would this morning, let's look at some scriptures this morning. That's just to encourage our hearts today. Amen. Everybody say this with me this morning. I'm live, leaving here, here. fear-free. Fear free. Amen. Hallelujah. You know how they do fat-free now, right? Everything is, okay, all right. We can leave here fear-free today. And over in Isaiah chapter 41, go there with me this morning. Isaiah 41, and we're going to look at verses 10 through 14. Isaiah 41. Verses 10 through 14, and I'm just going to read from uh, King James Version of the Bible this morning. Amen. Beginning in verse 10, the word of the Lord through Isaiah says this, Fear thou not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I will strengthen thee. Yay! Somebody say, yay! Yay! yay yeah, I will help thee. Yay! Listen, God is a happy God. Amen. Yeah, he, yeah, I'll do it. Yeah. Yeah, I'll do it. Whew. I'll help you. I'll strengthen you. Come on. No, God is saying, I'll help you. Come on. I'm with you. Fear not, for I am with you. Don't be dismayed. Don't be dismayed. Don't be dismayed. Don't be, don't be dismayed. I'm not a pastor. Amen. <laughs> don't be dismayed for, for I am thy God. I will strengthen thee. Yea, I will help thee. I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. Behold, all they that were incensed against thee shall be ashamed and confounded. They shall be as nothing. I figured somebody would run around the room on that this morning. <laughs> Amen. He's talking about your enemies. Let's read it again. Behold all. Somebody say all. all. He says, behold, all they that were incensed against thee shall be ashamed and confounded. They shall be as nothing. <laughs> I like this. And they that strive with thee shall perish. Verse 12 says, Thou shalt seek them and shalt not find them. Even them that contend with thee, they that war against thee shall be as 
Help me out, church. Help me out. Help me out. Help me out. They shall be as and as a thing of naught. For I, the Lord thy God, will hold thy right hand, saying unto thee, Fear not. I will help thee. Verse 14 says, Fear not, thou worm Jacob, and ye men of Israel. I will help thee, saith the Lord, thy Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel. Go over to Isaiah 43 this morning with me. Isaiah 43, and we're going to look at verses 1 and 5. Isaiah 43, verse 1, and then verse 5. Verse 1 says this, But thus saith the Lord that created thee, O Jacob, he that formed thee, O Israel, fear not, for I have, somebody say, I have. God says, I have redeemed thee, I have called thee by thy name, thou art mine. Verse 5 says this, fear not, for I am with thee, I will bring thy seed from the east and gather thee from the west. It's a, it's a whole lot of preaching territory in here today. I have a, I have a, a towel in there. Will you open it and get it? Amen. Because they're going to make me work today. Uh, so God is, is, is talking to Israel here, and he tells them again and again to fear not, fear not, fear not. Why is he telling them to fear not again and again? Number one, because they're afraid. Hello, somebody. They're afraid, and so God reassures them again and again, you don't have to be afraid. You don't have to let fear dominate your life. you got enemies against you. you got those who want to destroy you, those who want to attack you, but you do not have to fear the enemy that is coming against you. Why? Because I'm with you. He's saying, I got your back. God's got your back to this morning. I don't know what's coming against you. I don't know what the devil has been saying to you. I don't know what sickness or disease has been saying to you, but God has your back today. Amen. And the word of the Lord today is fear not. Israel is surrounded by their, by their enemies, and their enemies are coming to destroy them. Their enemies are coming to, to take them out. But again and again, I keep saying the word of the Lord says, fear not. One of the reasons why God says fear not, because faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of the Lord. Hello, somebody. You, sisters, you didn't marry him because he said, I loved you one time. Huh? But he told you again and again, girl, I love you. Girl, you is fine. Hell, okay, all right, y'all gonna act like y'all don't know I've been here. But uh, a brother got to come correctly, come on somebody, to woo the sister, to win the sister's heart, hello, to make her eyes go. <laughs> and he talks to her right, amen. He just draws her affection. He draws her attention. And that's what God is doing to us, telling us again and again, you don't have to fear. I got you back. Come on, we have a God that supplies all of our needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. We don't have to worry about, come on, the economic crisis. Smile at me a little bit this morning. Hello, all the disease and everything that they're saying is taking place in the earth. We don't have to worry. We don't have to be concerned about those things. We don't have to have fear and anxiety about all those things because God, we got a word from God that says fear not. Don't do it. All of us, let's just admit it, all of us have, have some kind of fear that we either deal with or we've had to overcome. Hello. It's just that we were, we were born in sin, we were shaped in iniquity, and one of the ways that the devil has dominion, has the control over men, is that he uses the spirit of fear to control people. And we were all born into that kingdom. 
Until we got to know Jesus, until we, come on, were translated out of the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of his dear son of love, we were under that rule. We were under that dominion. But once we came into Christ, things changed. No longer does fear, amen, have dominion over us. But now we live by this thing called the law of faith. Ha! Hallelujah. I'm telling you, you're going to go out of here energized today. You're going to want to smack a devil. I didn't say smack a person. I said smack a devil. But uh, all of us have fears and things that, that we have to overcome. And many times it's because uh, the people that we have associated with, people that we have been around, uh, they kind of put that fear on the inside of us. Hello? One of the things that they used to do when I was a kid, you know, is, is that we had an upstairs in our house. And this is back in the day where you didn't have fluorescent light and all that, you had a light where you went upstairs and you had to find the light because it was just a wire hanging down and you had to go up and you had to find, okay. <laughs> you had to find where the light was, hello. And, and so like my brother and, and you know, some of them, you'd go up the steps and they'd go, boo. Or, you know, the, the steps would creak or something while you were on the way up. And, and that thing on the inside, like, somebody's up there, somebody's up there, somebody's up there. The boogeyman's going to get you. Okay, y'all don't know the boogeyman. But anyway, all these things go through our mind. And so that fear is placed on the inside of us. And, and uh, the devil tries to pretend like it's a healthy fear. Hello. But those type fears are not healthy. And many times we're, we're around family members, again, that, that have grown up around things and have had, had some bad experiences with things, and, and they have a fear on the inside of them, and they can pass those fears on to us. Praise the Lord. Father, they make up working me hard this morning. There are people who are afraid of spiders, huh? People who are afraid of snakes. People who are afraid of dogs, huh? People who are afraid of heights. People who are afraid of people. People are afraid of all, all types of things. But one of the things that, that we do naturally, have you ever been to, to a, a zoo or to a park where they have these big python snakes, huh? And the way they say you conquer your fear is to take that snake and let them put it on you. Huh? <laughs> and so that's supposed to help you overcome your fear by letting that snake, hello, crawl around on your neck and you just hold that big snake. I mean, you know, uh, that's not how we get rid of fear. <laughs> Praise the Lord. There are, there are better ways to, to deal with the fear, amen, than putting a snake around you, hello, and letting it tighten up. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Amen. There are just better ways to, to deal with things. One of the main fears that, that, that people deal with is this thing called public speaking. People do not like to stand in front of people and talk. I am a gifted talker. I can't believe you. I can't believe you said that. My granddaddy told me it's a sorry dog that don't wag its own tail. Some of y'all get that later on. You got to know what you're good at. I'm telling you, you're going to leave out of this room a different way today. You're going to leave here a different way. Amen. You're going to leave here empowered by the Spirit of God today. Amen. So one of the fears that I, that I had to overcome in life, I had several that I had to overcome in life, but I, I lived in a household that my great-grandmother lived with us, and uh, she had a, a fear of flying. And, you know, she'd always say that thing, you ain't got no business flying. You ain't got no business. You ain't got no business up there in God's air. God wanted you up there here to give you wings to be up there, baby. You ain't got no business up there. Man's messing with God's stuff. Okay, I can tell a few of you have said that. <laughs> and so, you know, you, you, you hear those things as, as a kid, and you think that that's not having 
uh, any, any impression on you until you have to face that fear. And, and so I uh, had, to, had to do some flying. And praise the Lord, I get on the, get on the plane. And, you know, being, being a black man, you know, you don't, you don't ever show your fear. But on the inside, <laughs> I'm like, Lord, have mercy, Jesus. I am, I am so scared. Lord, I don't want to do this. Please, Jesus, don't make me do this. I don't want, hello. All that's going on on the inside, but you don't show it on the outside. You got, got to put up a front, strong front. And uh, so, you know, I, I ended up being able to, to fly on the plane uh, with the Hagens on a, on a private airplane. So we went from flying big commercial planes to these little private planes. And the devil just crowded my mind. So now you might be a little bit safe on the big bird, but this little bird, you're going you're gonna to get killed on this little bird. This little bird's going to take you out, buddy. Your great-grandmother told you, you ain't got no business up here in God's hand. If he wanted you up here, he would have given you wings, and all that is playing in my mind. While at the same time, I'm keeping my composure because a black man, okay. <laughs> It is amazing all the things that get put on us by society and things around us. Hello, somebody trying to help you in more ways than one today. And so, uh, being being on the plane, you know, I was just I was really scared on the inside, and I had just such a, a, a wonderful boss by the name of Craig Hagen, and he knew that I had fear of flying, and he would get on on the plane, and he would start jumping. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd be like, man, stop it, stop it, what you, stop it. <laughs> and he would just laugh, and he'd say, we're not even off the ground yet, Philip. <laughs> oh, it's funny now, but when you're dealing with a fear, come on, somebody. When you're dealing with a fear, it's not, it's not funny in, on the ground, it's not funny in the air. <laughs> and so, uh, you know, I, I began to, to really seek the Lord about this because I knew Part of my life was going to require me to travel overseas, to go different places. And so I had to get rid of this fear in my life. I had to get over the fear. Amen. And so in, in, in praying about it, how many of you know the Lord will, will take you on a journey to help you overcome whatever it is that you're facing? He'll take you on the journey and he'll teach you through the process. And so how, how I begin, it's already 1141. Oh, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Y'all ready to eat? Yeah. <laughs> so the Lord taking me through the, through the process of, of dealing with this fear, uh, I was able to be on the plane with, with Brother Hagen uh, a couple of times and with Pastor Hagen a few times, you know, and, and so I got to watch how they acted and responded to flying. Somebody needed to help me. And one of the ways that we overcome fear is by watching those who have gone ahead of us. Hello, we, remember we read over here where uh, in Isaiah where uh, he said, Jacob, your, your, your children are going to come into the land. So that means the ones ahead of them that were facing the enemy, that they were going to make it through. Come on. And so your children are going to make it through. So we learn lessons from those who have gone ahead of us. And so we happened to, to have a meeting in, uh, in, in, in Michigan, and, and a few of us flew up. Were you on that trip? Flew up on the, on the plane, on, on the private plane, and we got there, did the meeting, and as we were leaving the meeting, there was a snowstorm coming in. Praise the Lord. Y'all might know a little bit about snow up here. Praise the Lord. And so when we got to the plane, we, we got on the plane, and, and our manager asked Brother Hagen to pray. And Brother Hagen said, let's go over to the other side. And they closed the door, and we took off. And we, we got out of there before the storm really hit. But while we're, while we're fly, flying, cruising on our way home, one of the engines goes out on the plane. Huh. Praise the Lord. Brother Hagen wasn't talking. Hello. Nobody on the plane was really talking. 
But how many of you know the enemy was talking to me? <laughs> Hello? <laughs> he, was, he was talking. He's like, you're going to die. You're going to die. You're going to die. I told you not to be up here. You're going to die. <laughs> Just screaming, screaming in my ear. I felt like he was being so loud. Everybody could hear it. But again, I'm black. I got to keep my composure. But on the inside, I'm just trembling. Hello, I'm nervous. Hello, I'm, I'm waiting. You know, Brother Hagan taught us believers' authority. You know, uh, you use your authority against the enemy. And I'm waiting to see him use his authority. <laughs> Come on, he, he taught us Mark 11, 23 through 24. Whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed, be thou cast into the sea, shall not doubt in his heart, but believe those things which he says shall come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he saith. Say something now. The engine's out. We need you to say something. I wanted the testimony, hello, that I was on the plane, hello, and Brother Hagen spoke to the engine, and it started, and... But it didn't happen like that. It didn't happen. He just sat there like nothing was going on. Hello? And I wanted him to do something. I wanted him to say something. Come on, you taught us faith. You taught us believers' authority. And now you're doing this. Then <laughs> again, I'm having to deal with the, the thoughts that the enemy is bringing to my mind. Hello? Everybody going to make it through this but you. You're going to be a crispy crisp on the ground. Hello. So all those thoughts that the enemy brings. And so anyway, we, we get the engine started, and we have to do an emergency landing in Indianapolis. And so they had to open up a runway for us. And the winds were blowing the opposite direction. Hello. Supposed to fly head on into the wind, but how the wind was blowing, it started making the plane do this, huh? And so the devil said, this thing's going to flip pancake on the ground. There you are, you're a pancake. It's a black pancake. <laughs> They're not going to be able to ID you or anything. You just got to, oh, it's funny now. But when you're having to deal with it, come on, somebody. When you're having to deal with it, those feelings and those emotions can become very real. They, they seem like they're real. They, they seem tangible, like you could just reach out and touch someone. Hello? They seem real. And so anyway, they, as we are, we're coming in, you see all this emergency equipment coming toward our airplane. How many of you know it didn't inspire faith in me? The enemy was talking loud. The enemy was talking loud. But anyway, we finally get down, and we, we're, we're in the FBO, and everybody is just kind of quiet, you know, and I'm, I'm feeling like we just had, we just had a near-death experience. We almost died. We almost died. A prophet almost died. <laughs> That's what my brain, come on. That's what my brain was telling me. But I, 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 needed, I needed some help. I needed some answers. I needed to know why, I needed to know why Brother Hagen didn't say something. Why didn't he use his authority? Why didn't he speak to that engine and command it to work? Why didn't he do something? And so I made my way eventually over there to where he was at. <laughs> and, and I said, Dad called him Dad Hagen. I said, Dad, may I ask you a question? He said, yep. <laughs> you can already tell. This is not going to go well. This is <laughs> it's not going to go well. I said, when, when we were on the plane, I said, why didn't, you, why didn't you say something? Why didn't you say something when the engine went out? He said, I did. And so... Being the person that I am, I said, Dad, I was watching you. <laughs> Dad, your mouth didn't move. You just, you just did sit there. You didn't say. You didn't say anything. And he said, when I got on the plane, I said, let's go over to the other side. And the light bulb started coming on. Hello? It's like, oh, oh, 
Okay. He already said it. He, he already said it. Now, my Pentecostal upbringing is not like that. Hello? When something shows up, hello, we do, hello, uh, tongues, like sonic tongues. Hello? Jesus, 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 Jesus. In the name Jesus, Jesus. Just how we carried on. That's what I learned to do. Hello? But he had spoke to that mountain. He'd already spoke to the situation before it ever came to pass. And just because adversity showed up, he didn't have to change his words. So I, 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 started, I started putting it together. Hello? I don't have to go into panic just because the plane starts shaking. Hello? I don't have to be panicking because things aren't going the way that I feel like they're supposed to be going. I don't have to get in a panic about it. Why? Because I've already decreed some things, already declared some things. Hello? And what I've already said, whatever God has to do to bring that to pass, that's what he's going to do. Hello. So, so it's like, okay, I, I see the lesson now. Now I have to take what I've heard and what I've learned, and I have to put that to practice in my life. Come on, somebody. I want to be a good student of what I've learned. So now I've seen this in operation. I know how it works. So, so let's get going on this. Let's, get, let's drive this fear out of here. Come on. God has not given us Come on, talk to me. God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and a sound mind. Woo! I can keep my mind regardless of what's going on around me. <sighs> Hallelujah. And so, uh, praise the Lord. So I begin to put that into practice in my life. I begin to speak before, I begin to speak to that nervousness and that fear and that anxiety that would come on me every time I had to fly. Like, you don't have a place in me. God has not given me a spirit of fear. So this that is trying to be put on my life, I don't receive it. I resist this fear in Jesus' name. Hello? Do we have to say fear? I resist you in Jesus' name. Let's say that one time. Fear, I resist you in Jesus' name. I resist you in Jesus' name. Why do you do that? Because God has not given me a spirit of fear. So I don't let fear dominate in any area of my life. It doesn't come from, from God. Hello, somebody. So fear gets, gets ran out the door. Hello? Same way if an old skunk came up in the house. Okay. You wouldn't let that skunk stay in your house. Hello? You wouldn't let that skunk uh, perfume your house. You don't want that odor around. Hello, somebody. You don't want that, that odor of fear in your house, in your life. So we have to run it off. So I got to put it to the test. Praise the Lord. Without Brother Hagen, I've been on the plane with Pastor Hagen, and, and we had some turbulence. Uh, and and uh, Mr. Lynette looked at him and said, honey, take care of that. And the pastor goes, in the name of Jesus, stop. And the turbulence stopped. And we go a little bit further, and the turbulence starts again. And she goes, honey. And he goes, in the name of Jesus, stop. And the turbulence stopped. And we go a little bit further, and then the turbulence just, like, really shakes the plane. And pastor takes his hand. He goes, in the name of Jesus, I said, stop. And the turbulence stopped. I said, now, okay, now I see how Dad Hagen responded. I see how Pastor Hagen responded. Hello. So what am I doing? I'm getting tools. I'm gathering tools. So that I know how to, to act in each situation. Sometimes you go on what was said. Then there are other times that the enemy will show up and you just have to say, stop. 
I hope y'all getting something this morning. Amen. I am. Hello. And, and so uh, uh, my, my manager and I, we had to do a trip to, to Canada, and we got on a plane, one of these big birds, and, and we, hit, we hit this thing of turbulence. But we spoke before we ever took off. We go to the other side. No hurt, no harm, no accident, no accident. We go to the other side. In Jesus' name. Amen. And so we get a few hundred miles out, and the plane just starts shaking. Hello. It's making noise. It's creaking. It's rocking. And the manager and I, we're just kind of looking at each other, big-eyed. <laughs> Jesus. We're going to the other side, right? Yep. We're going to the, we're going to the other side. Amen. Praise the Lord. And, and so we got to the other side. Everything was fine. Amen. But there, there was something that happened to the fear that day. Fear left that day. It came knocking. It wanted to get back in. But we'd already spoke. And it's just not Brother Hagen's words that have authority. Just not Pastor Hagen's words. Come on, somebody that have authority, but our words, my words, my words, my words have authority. Amen. And when I speak what I say, it comes to pass. Again, Jesus said, whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea, shall not doubt in his heart, but believe those things which he saith, he shall have whatsoever. He saith, amen. So I, d- I decree and I declare on my life that I live a fear-free life. And one of the things that helped me to be able to live a fear-free life is that I begin to get understanding of how airplanes operate. Hello, somebody. And I began to, to talk to people because I didn't have enough information about how uh, an airplane operates. And so I talked to somebody. You know, I said, hey, the engine went out on a plane. Were we, we in any danger of dying? And the guy said, no. I said, well, I felt like, I felt like we were about to die. He said, you, that, that plane could fly forever on one engine. You wouldn't be in any trouble. And so, again, I just began to acquire knowledge and acquire understanding. The more natural understanding I got, the more it helped my spiritual. It helped my spiritual understanding. Amen. Now, if both engines, he said, if both engines would have went out, you would have been in trouble. But just one, you were safe. And so as I, again, began to, to inquire to acquire knowledge and, and get understanding of just how things operated in the natural, it helped displace that fear because I began to understand how things work from a natural standpoint of view. And so there are many things that, that are going on in the earth, many things that are happening in the earth, and the more understanding that we have of the word of God, come on, and just how things work according to the word of God, fear gets displaced. I love the scripture. Over in Psalm, where David say, David says this. He says, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, he says, I will fear. No. Come on, somebody. I will fear what? No. no. In other words, there's, there's evil in the valley. We're going to be faced with evil. There are things that we could be afraid of. Come on, there are enemies that we're going to have to fight. But he says, Even though I'm walking through this, I'm not going to fear the evil. I'm not going to fear what the enemy uh, could do to me. I'm not going to have any fear. Praise the Lord. Amen. And it's different when you walk with someone who has already fought the lion, already fought the bear. Come on. So when Goliath shows up, he already knows how to deal with Goliath. Hello, everybody else may be in hiding, but David said, listen, hey, I fought the lion, I fought the bear, hey, and the outcome for this Philistine is going to be the exact same thing. He was a man who knew his covenant. Ha! 
And the more understanding that we have of our covenant, amen, the more bold we become in the earth so that when things like COVID, hello, show up, fear doesn't grab us. What are we going to do? We're going to fight this thing called a good fight of faith. That's what we're going to do. Yeah, thank you. Act like We're going to act like the word of God is true. And God says, don't fear because I'm with you. He says, I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. And God is saying today to you that he is he is with you. He is with you. I'm not going to get into any more this morning. I could, I could go on, but if I start something else, I'll be another 25 minutes. <laughs> it's okay. Amen. So come back tonight. <laughs> and let's finish some of this up tonight because God is not asking us to do something that we don't have the ability to do. Amen. He, he's called us to live at a higher place, a higher plane. Amen. And he's given us the ability to walk and to live and to move in this place. But again, it requires knowledge. It requires understanding of how to live in this place of no fear. I mean, absolutely just just no fear. I go to, to, to countries. I fly in the countries all by myself. And people say, you going by yourself? Uh, I'm never alone, number one, never alone. And I, I'm called to do it. And if nobody wants to go with me, then me and Jesus, hey, we go together. We get this, we get this thing done. Lord, I would be scared to death. I'd be scared. Well, that's why he ain't asking you to do nothing, because you scared to death. You just scared to death. <laughs> I wasn't at your house this morning. I was not at your house this morning. I want you to say this with me today. I have God-given ability not to live afraid. I have God-given ability not to live afraid. Amen. God has given us the ability to live fear-free. Amen. And it's just living at a different place, living at a different plane, living fear-free. I don't care how bad the doctor's report is. You don't have to be afraid. I don't care how bad the financial report is. You don't have to be afraid. Amen. Doesn't matter how much inflation happens. You do not have to be afraid. We are more than conquerors. Whew. We are more than conquerors through him that loved us. We are more than conquerors today because of all that Christ Jesus has done for us. Amen.